for all things sports, the hottest topics, latest events, juiciest stories, and every personal takes. You're listening to Sideline Story. Hello and thank you for tuning into Sideline Story, your destination for sports news analysis and discussions. I am your host Brandon Yates, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts Fuyu and Yang Guang. And today we will be talking about the sports gear displayed at the China International Import Expo. And Yang Guang, I'd like to start with you. Talk to me about the growing demand in China for advanced sports gear and equipment. Is this something that you're noticing? You know, like a an ongoing trend at the moment. Uh, yeah, um, China has especially been an attractive market in sportswear.、Um, China is one of the largest markets for the world's biggest sports brands.、Um, the growing middle class in China is a, a major、uh, reason here for the growth. And I've talked about this when we earlier、um, discussed the boom of、um, sports biking in China.、Uh, the Chinese have shifted from biking for commuting. Purposes to fitness and the sports enthusiasm reasons, and their equipment have also、uh, changed over this process.、Um, they are now pursuing more professional bikes and related gears.、Um, it's the same in other sports and、uh, fitness and、uh, leisure activities.、Um, the demand in this industry is wider and more detailed. For example. Um, basketball enthusiasts would now、um, defer basketball and basketball shoes for indoor floors with those for outdoor services.、Um, also, people would bring their own skis to the ski resorts, bring their own cues to play billiards.、Um, that's very common now in China. Yeah, that's good to hear. I think you know, with the the expansion of sports and just you know、um, the variety of sports that are gaining interest, you know, just from the general public, it's it's good to hear that people are now able to, you know, kind of support themselves and bring their own gear and equipment. And I think that also just increases ongoing participation in various sporting codes as opposed to just trying something once. And I think all of the points that you mentioned there definitely lead to I think、um, the growing demand. Um, for advanced sports gear and equipment, so yeah, that definitely does make sense, and I think it's only a good thing for just the Chinese public and just also for、um, the expansion and increased participation in a variety of sports in China. So that's fantastic to hear. For you, would you echo those sentiments、um, listed by by Yang Guang?、Uh, today in China, more people pay more attention to their cultural lives. There are many in China. That are devoting more time to sports or outdoor activities,、um, like Yang Guang said, and as we recently discussed, there's a growing trend in cycling, and there are many people riding bicycles either for transportation or fitness purposes. And similarly, yoga, mountain climbing, camping have all gained popularity among. People, especially young people in China, and with that popularity, the gear for the activities also became popular. And Chinese people today are demanding higher quality products that can meet their needs. For example, if you go climb a hill, you'll need durable and comfortable shoes. And as we've talked earlier about cycling, there's a huge market for sports bicycles, helmets, and 
outfits. Um, thanks to the potential of the Chinese market, which many foreign companies have recognized, people in China now have access to the best and most sought-after equipment. Last year, the market size of sports clothing and shoes in China reached grew to over 370 billion yuan, that's roughly 50 billion US dollars, and an increase of nearly 20% from the year before. Uh, the sports section has been a mainstay at the China International Import Expo since 2020, and this year there's an expanded area for the exhibits. And new exhibitors, including the Monaco Football Club are in Shanghai to greet the market. So this year, they're also focusing on technology and how it will empower a healthy and sustainable lifestyle. Um, and here, all this talk about the options and possibilities that we're offered here in China really makes me want to resume my workout routine. But uh, <laughs> What, what we're really saying here is that uh, Chinese people are pursuing a higher quality life and um, they now have more time and money for outdoor or sports activities. So it's understandable that the market is growing and I believe it's going to become bigger. Yeah, I think that's fantastic to hear. You know, the fact that, you know, the population of China is increasingly having the the, the opportunity and the means to, you know, take part in uh, a variety of sporting codes. And then that's also translating to wanting better equipment, wanting better technology and that kind of thing just to, you know, improve their overall experience, whether they're participating in outdoors activities or in sporting activities. And I think that bodes well um, also just for the future of Chinese sport as well. And it's also going to improve the overall health, lifestyle and fitness of the general Chinese public. So I think it's particularly when it comes to sports gear and equipment and outdoorsy equipment and the demand for both of those sets of gear. I think it's definitely on the rise and it's looking good at this point in time. But you did mention technology there. You know, of course, there's a lot going on at the China International Import Expo at the moment. I'm sure there's plenty of displays, a lot of technological advancements um, on the scene. And, you know, we'll probably be seeing things that we've never seen before. And, um, you know, it's always a really exciting expo to, to take a look at. Yang Guang, in your opinion, what were the most exciting innovations on display in the sports gear section at the China International Import Expo? Um, yeah, the fifth CRIE, um, the China International Import Expo, has specifically made a sports goods and events zone uh, where many sports brands have set up exhibitions of their latest products featuring the latest technologies. For example, a gigantic version of the official match ball for this year's World Cup is among the exhibitions. This match ball is actually a typical case of um, technology-centered sports gear, and it features the so-called connected ball technology, providing the VER team with precise ball data in real time to support fast and accurate off-site calls on the football pitch. Um, there's a suspension system in the center of the ball which hosts and stabilizes a motion sensor unit to provide insight into every element of the movement of the ball while making the, this technology unnoticeable for players and not affecting its performance and most importantly, uh, most importantly the 
the games.、Uh, the sensor is powered by a rechargeable battery, which can be charged by induction. This is a very typical example of how、uh, of, of a, a technology-centered product、um, at the CIE. And、uh, as of as of the most exciting innovation in the sports section at the CIE, I would say the robotic table tennis tutor by Omron called Forfius will definitely catch some attention at the expo. Basically, it's a it's a machine using AI technology with quite a lot of Cameras and sensors, and holding a ping pong bat just like human plays table tennis does in front of a ping pong table. And actually, the company has exhibited several generations of the table tennis robots at the CIE. But this year, they bring the latest version, the seventh generation of the robot, to the expo. And I've checked the videos. I have to say, the previous、um, versions of the Robots were not very sensitive and accurate in terms of、uh, returning the ball. Sometimes it even could couldn't sense the position of the ball and miss the shots very often. But this year's product has made some breakthrough.、Um, it returns the ball very precisely, at least from the demonstration video it published online.、Um, at the CIE, it will play against a. Mixed double world champion from China. It will be a duel between human champion and a robot. So I'm very excited to see how it will go. That definitely sounds very exciting, and yes, I'm sure we will see plenty of more、um, exciting innovations at the China International Import Expo. So that's definitely、um, you know an event that's not to be missed. And like I said, there will be a lot of exciting.、Um, you know, new technological developments for people to see, as well as just An opportunity to keep an eye on all of the latest developments that are happening, you know, in the sports world, in the outdoors activity world, and in just the physical activity world, and just see,、um, you know, where those、um, industries are heading towards. Yang Kuang,、um, in your opinion, what what role does technology play in sports development as we look at sports specifically,、um, and particularly in China at this point in time?、Um, well. From the perspective、um, of sports in our life, I, I think it's reciprocal.、Um, technology makes better sports experience, and、uh, meantime, the growing demand pushes for more high-tech innovations in sports gear and the sportswear. For example, the growing sports market has encouraged more、uh, leading players in sports footwear、uh, to continue to invest in. New product development with an eye on technological innovation. Some brands introduced、um, the adaptive shoe lacing system,、um, which electronically adjusts to the size of your foot, providing a customized fit. I know. I also know a、um, domestic brand in China、um, has introduced a so-called. Flash foam tag featured in its running shoes, providing strong and comfortable cushioning and、uh, support for the foot during running. I, I think these innovations、um, especially provide sports lovers a better condition to enjoy running. And、um, in terms of professional sports, it's, it's more obvious. Technology has be,、uh, played even bigger roles. I, I don't see the world. Uh, records across different swimming distances could be broken、mm. that many times at Beijing, two thousand eight, without the shark skin suit.
swimming suits. Yeah, yeah. There are there are countless examples in professional sports. Absolutely, you know, and I think um, just looking at at that particular market, you know, um, technology and sports development. I think you raised some good points there in the sense that yes, it's obvious that it also benefits you know professional sports, but I think just in amateur sports and it, um, and you know just the general public taking part in sports and outdoors activity, I think technology plays a massive role, not necessarily in their you know performance in terms of you know going hiking or taking part in. Um, amateur sport, but I think just the overall experience, comfort levels, injury prevention, um, I think technology plays a massive role in that as well. So I think that, um, you know, both on the amateur and professional side of things, um, you know, particularly in China, as you mentioned, I think that uh, technology plays a massive role in the development of both, you know, participation and overall experience um, in in sports and just you know outdoors or physical activity in general. Um, for you, would you agree? Um, you know, with a couple of the points that Yang Guang brought up, and also, what role do you think um, technology plays? You know, in sports development and, and outdoors and physical activities. Um, you know, particularly in the Chinese market. Yes, I think technology has given people more options. Take camping for example.、Um, the outdoor activity is attracting many new fans here in China, and there's a burgeoning market for camping gear.、Um, they have technology to help them with choosing their locations and equipment.、Um, for example, people can preview how a tent fits into a location through AR.、Um, they can even go inside the shelter to see. Um, how big it is! In fact, the entire market for camping is expanding, and the industry has adopted higher standards to better serve consumers' demand for high-quality products. For more on how camping、uh, is gaining popularity and its improvement in equipment standards, our colleague Li Yunqi spoke with. Zhang Xiaoning from one of the exhibitors at this year's CIIE. The company offers testing and certification services of camping gear.、Uh, Miss Zhang, why do you think, or why is it important to have standards for the camping products? Um, actually, standards are the basic threshold set by the state or industry to ensure the safety of people and property. Um, in our country, we have many standards for domestic use products. But as people more and more pursue quality life and the desire of embracing the nature, the safety of outdoor products, especially camping products, is also getting more and more attention of a standardization administration because it has more complex use scenario than that of the domestic ones. And also, according to our、uh, standardization law of the People's Republic of China, enterprises shall disclose the number and the name of the China standard that they implement, which is also an important information for consumers to choose their products. So it's very important to our、uh, country's product safety, and also for the consumer's selection. Yeah. And I believe the the standards in China they have been changing. They have been getting updates. And、uh, are you seeing that these updates in the standards have affected the quality of the camping products? And what what changes have you witnessed in these products? And especially 
So how do these updates and changes in standards benefit our domestic consumers? Ah,、uh, yeah. For the camping tent, let's take it for example. Ah,、uh, we just published the new standard, the 2022 version for camping tent. Ah,、uh, for this new standard, it just simplify from the previous edition by ah、uh, deleting some requirement and test method which did not prove to be reproducible or which do not contribute to the safety and quality performance of camping tents. About the change, I、uh, I think、uh, the main change, the first one is about the inclusion of the revised requirement for fabric、uh, uh, for camping tent from the ISO standard. Previous version, they just decided the ISO standard you need to comply to this textile、uh, standard, but、um, now they are more precise and applicable material requirement for camping tents,、uh, like we just、uh, taking. Uh, consideration about the tear resistance, the breaking strength, resistance to penetration by water, color fastness to、uh, rubbing, or resistance to puncture. All this kind of、uh, test is really relative to the、uh, actual use of this product. It's really more practical and not causing too much burden to the manufacturers.、Um, and also for the consumers, they can buy uh, more uh, practical and useful products. For the rest, I think another one is、uh, about the、uh, the classification. It's more practical and easy for the consumers to select the proper tent for their demand. Previously, they don't have different levels according to the performance.、Um, as we previously introduced the level one to three according to your different demand.、Um, they also included the clarification of consumer information. I really want to emphasize that for our、uh, consumers, they really need to pay more and more attention on the information part, because in the information you can get more in,、uh, guide on how to use the product safely. To your own experience, what are the most common camping wear that might cause a safety hazard? For the hazard, very often cost is about the folding mechanism of the folding chair. The folding chair is very convenient for consumers to bring them out because it's very small volume and very easy to to carry. So, but for the、uh, hinge or for the component when they fold together, they will cause shearing in their folded position. For this hazard, will cause very painful for the children's finger. In that case, you can choose.、Um, Folding chair, which will have a very big distance between two rotating components, to make sure you can avoid this kind of、uh, injury. This is one of the things. Another thing, I think、uh, they there are a lot of wagons used during the camping. I don't know if you realize that it's very popular product now for camping. But when we use this product, sometimes we will put the child or children inside the product with a lot of your staffs together. In that case, there is no restraint system within the wagon. In that case, if for the very small child, it may cause hazard when you drag the product going forward without pay attention to your child on the wagon, and when. She or he try to stand up and want to jump out of the wagon. It may cause some hazard. So for this kind of product, I really、uh, suggest that if it's not used for、uh, transporting the child, don't put the child into the wagon. 
unless it has the restraint system, which can will restrain your baby inside to make sure the safety. To your knowledge, what do you think are the most important and key changes in testing and certification that have really influenced the reliability of camping kits? I think the key changes is more reasonable and really、uh, very close to the actual use of the product. Like I explained to you, the shearing and compression hazard is one of the updated points for this standard, especially. Although I mentioned to you, it's for the folding chair, but for the camping、uh, tent, it also included this because for some、uh, tent, you need to、uh, assemble or install it together. During this deployment of the product, they also need to consider there should be no hazard to cause for the shearing or compression hazard, and also、uh, for the tent, they don't have any ventilation holes. But in the new standard, they will consider the comfortable use of the consumers to include some new requirement and test method for ventilation requirement, and also to consider the use. Maybe、uh, you will have some. Fires or use the tent during night. They will consider the flammability requirement on the materials of the tent. For this kind of things, they they all really、uh, derive from the actual use and the need of the consumers to to have the standard updated. Yes, of course. I think this pro- this kind of process always takes time because you need to、yeah. apply an international、yeah. standard to、uh, to tailor it. I think from from your sharing, it definitely sounds like the Chinese the Chinese standards are making changes to comply more with the international ones. So, do you think Chinese standards are getting closer with international ones? And if if that's so, how will these changes, these updates, affect the landscape of China's camping market? Yeah, actually, as I、uh, previously introduced,、um, actually,、uh, China Standardization Administration is part of the ISO Committee Group.、Uh, we participated in a lot of ISO standard drafting and discussion to、uh, to design or create a new standard.、Um, we are getting closer to the international ones, but we still need some、uh, time to adjust to follow the. The the steps of the ISO, and also we need to consider our own country's、uh, real、um, conditions to adopt the suitable ones to our standard. And for the、uh, tent, we just have the update, which is、uh, referred to the、uh, previous version of the ISO standard, and also for other a lot of standards like our furnitures, like our toys and other、uh, childcare articles, or. A lot of this kind of product, we we created a lot of the standard. We will refer to the ISO、uh, criterias to、um, adopt some uh, uh, special condition of our country to form or create our own standard. I think the trend、uh, our aim is to get closer to the net international ones because we just want to have the. More safer products for our consumers, and also for、um, the existence of the product standards, it really helps a lot to have the safety criteria to follow for all manufacturers. When the whole industry can meet the relevant product standard, consumers can enjoy the relative safe products. During the standard development, in order to have creative product or a high 
or to highlight the advantages of their product. Some manufacturers may will increase the requirement of relevant parameters or increase some requirement for um, characteristics, and they may also will go further to investigate on their product to, to find if there is any potential risk to prepare in advance with reference to the ISO standard or um, some uh, um, global uh, informations. Some manufacturer may also create their own enterprise standard to promote their better product, thus promoting the improvement of product quality and safety in the whole industry. In that case, it will enhance the quality and safety level. Then everyone keeps doing better and better to form a, a virtuous cycle of this industry. Then our consumers will enjoy a very good quality and a much more safer product. There's a lot to expect in the camping products. Thank you very yeah. much. That was Li Yunqi speaking with Zhang Shaoning, a senior technical manager with SGS China. That is all we have time for on this week's episode of Sideline Story. Thank you so much for joining us, and of course, as always, we will be back next week with our latest topic, and we'll see you then. Mm-hmm.